0: This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 107. Hey, veterinary friends, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to be here tonight. It's the evening and I was working all day so my voice feels a little scratchy because I don't know if you've experienced this working in your practices with curbside, all the talking on the phone and speaking loudly because I'm wearing a mask causes my voice to be a little bit gravelly by the end of the day. So if I sound a little bit like I have a frog in my throat, I might just from working all day. But I was thinking about this subject for the podcast this week, and I just wanted to get it recorded and talk about it a little bit with you because I think it's something that we really need to think about. And it's something that I struggled with a little bit this week. And so I thought it would be a great subject to talk about. It is imposter syndrome. So, before we get into that, I just want to thank you for joining me on the Veterinary Life Coach podcast. And if you haven't listened before, this is the podcast where we talk about all things veterinary medicine and work life balance and getting our brains in the right place to have fun doing this job that we love. And the reason that most of us went into veterinary medicine is because we thought this would be fun. And it is fun. It's just sometimes difficult for our brains to figure that out. So this is the place where we talk about those things and learn to feel better about our profession. So if you're a new listener, I really appreciate you listening in this week, and if you are frequent and you listen to me every week, I really want to thank you for joining me. It's really a privilege to be with you and be speaking to you each week, so thank you so much for joining me, and if you like what you hear on the podcast, please let me know on Apple Podcasts, you can leave me a five-star review, or just go to my email or website and send me a message. Let me know what you think, and let me know what things you want to talk about on the podcast. I'm always looking for guests if you want to be a guest, or if you just have something in mind that you think would be interesting to talk about, I'd love to research it for you and talk about it on the podcast. So go to my website, juliecappell.com or veterinarylifecoach.com, or you can email me at Dvm at gmail.com. So let's get started talking about imposter syndrome. The definition of imposter syndrome is the internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. And isn't this something that we struggle with in this profession? Another definition is the experience of feeling like a phony or feeling like you are where you are because of luck, not because of your skill or your hard work. And some of the articles that I read estimated that 70% of all humans, not just veterinarians, experience this at least once in their life. I would be willing to bet that veterinarians Feel this more often than the normal human population out there because our job has a tendency to put us in those situations where we can easily feel like we're uncertain of what we're doing. And many times we actually are uncertain, right? I just talked to a client today about her older dog that was feeling pain. And she said, I just want to know where he's feeling the pain and why he's feeling the pain. And I told her, I said, well, if he were a human, he could tell us, but since he's a dog, we just have to guess. And doesn't that sometimes make us feel like imposters? So I think the 70% may be a little bit light when it comes to us. But that's okay. We're going to talk about this today and we're going to work our way through it and learn how to get better. So I think every person suffers from imposter syndrome at times. And that's okay. I think that there are times when we have self-doubt, we feel like we should be doing better, or we feel some embarrassment about some mistake that we made. And I think that's all normal human emotion. When imposter syndrome gets very severe, it can actually be a dysfunction or it can hold you back from living the life that you need to live and that you want to live. And so what I want to do today on the podcast is talk about this and try to flesh out some of the ideas, have you get to the point where you can decide whether this is something that's truly a big problem for you or if it's something that just comes up once in a while, When I first started doing life coaching, I had major imposter syndrome because I really didn't know if I was qualified to do something like this, to help other people in this way. And so it was a little bit of a struggle for me to try to determine whether it was something that I actually could be good at. And I think that's kind of comes along with anything that we are learning to do in life. But when we are established in our career and we have skills and we still can't feel accomplished and we still continually beat ourselves up, that's when this imposter syndrome can become a real problem. So let's talk about some signs that you might be suffering from this thing called imposter syndrome. One of them is self doubt. And we've talked about self doubt before on the podcast. When you have this chronic, problem of always questioning yourself and your abilities. And that's what I would consider as self-doubt. And if you recall, these thoughts of self-doubt come from that negative brain that's trying to protect you from stepping out of the comfort zone, stepping out of the cage. And the negative thoughts are things that you can control with your higher brain, with your prefrontal cortex. So examining those thoughts, working through those thoughts with either self-coaching or having someone help you work through them is all a part of overcoming your self-doubt. Another sign would be if you're constantly berating your performance, constantly berating yourself for things that you've done. Sometimes there's those cases that you just can't let go because something didn't go right and you're unsure of whether you made a mistake. Because when you are unable to let go of mistakes and move beyond them, you become paralyzed in fear and unable to function. There's an inability to assess your own true competency. People may look up to you for a certain thing. People may think that you're amazing at something and you just don't see it. You don't have that ability to assess that. And that can be a real problem with imposter syndrome. If you're constantly pushing yourself, if you're an overachiever, that can be a sign. Because sometimes that constant push to be better is not healthy, so overachievers can sometimes suffer from this thing called imposter syndrome. And that's not to say that you can't be ambitious and driven and want to do better. That isn't what it's all about. It's when you can't give yourself the pat on the back when something does go right, if you think it's just luck. And sometimes people with imposter syndrome actually sabotage themselves. They will purposefully not be successful because they are so wrapped up in this feeling of being an imposter. Now, I know that I have suffered from imposter syndrome many times in my life. Like I said, when I first started life coaching, whenever I have to make a presentation, I get a little bit of this imposter syndrome because I feel like, you know, who am I to be telling other people what to do? Even recording this podcast sometimes, I get a little bit like, how do I put myself out there as an expert in this area for other people to learn from. And so this feeling that you sometimes get, this little doubt in your head, comes from that little piece of your brain that wants you to be afraid of putting yourself out there and giving your opinion. Have you ever been in a CE event or in a classroom and the professor asks a question And, you know, it might be some problem with a case that they're presenting and they'll ask for your opinion and they'll say to the audience, does anybody know what this is? They'll put up a picture and nobody raises their hands. We all sit there, you know, even though if you know the answer, you're afraid to raise your hand and say it or say it out loud. That's imposter syndrome because you're afraid to put yourself out there to make a mistake. And I think we all do that. The other thing that happens for me is when I set really big goals that I know I cannot accomplish. And I do this almost every day. I write this big long list of things I want to get done, well knowing that it's probably not all going to get done. And so sometimes at the end of the day, I'll feel disappointed in myself that I didn't get all these things done, even though I know very well that I set those goals too high. And I planned way too many things in my day. And so the work of overcoming that imposter syndrome is being able to let that go. And most of the time, because I know myself so well and I know that I have a tendency to overplan, I'll be able to let it go and not beat myself up about it and just move on to the next day and write it on my list for tomorrow. But getting really wrapped up and truly stuck in that feeling that you're inadequate and that you never accomplish your goals is dangerous. It's not the road that you want to travel. Now, some people, and this happens to me sometimes, feel very motivated by thinking these thoughts, that they're not good enough, that they're not perfect, that they don't ever reach their goals. Some people use that as motivation, but many times those thoughts create anxiety and it impedes your forward motion. If you're constantly thinking you're not good enough, and then it's holding you back, it leads to this constant cycle of not feeling good enough and not feeling worthy. And it doesn't allow you to enjoy the times that you actually have success. So this vicious cycle of not feeling like you're capable and not feeling like you can do things appropriately is what often leads us to become burned out. So let's take an example that happens to me almost every day. It's writing up charts at work. And if you are working in a busy veterinary hospital, that seems to be one of our biggest struggles, right? I can treat the pets. I can talk to the clients. I can prescribe the medication. And I'm pretty capable at all those things. And I feel pretty good about my work. But then when it comes to my charting, I never can get it done by the end of the day, And I constantly have this stack of records sitting there on my desk that I'm constantly struggling through. And so part of me overcoming my imposter syndrome and berating myself for not writing up the records is realizing that it's okay, that they're not written up, that it's okay that they'll be there tomorrow and I can actually leave work with charts unfinished and get them done the next day. And that doesn't mean I'm a bad veterinarian, it doesn't mean that I'm incompetent, it doesn't mean that I'm going to screw something up, it just means that I am allowing myself to be imperfect, and that I'm allowing myself to have a life beyond my veterinary job. If you are unsure whether imposter syndrome is a big problem for you, you can ask yourself some questions and examine your beliefs and your thoughts. Many people that suffer from imposter syndrome have a core belief that they are not worthy. And I just want to tell you that everyone is worthy. I've said this before on the podcast, and I can't say it enough, that just because you're a human, you are worthy of love, you are worthy of respect, and you are worthy of treating yourself in kindness. It can be caused by family pressure that you experienced when you were young, if you had really driven parents. And sometimes my children will throw this back at me because I they saw me as being very driven. And so sometimes they feel like they need to be as driven or more driven than they thought that I was, I guess. And so if you have family pressure from parents, or if you had teachers that pushed you extra hard, and if you went to veterinary school, you probably had at least one professor that was very, very tough on you. So naturally, this is going to be something that comes up for us. So let's talk about ways that we can try to overcome imposter syndrome when it pops up for us. This is something that we can do. We can overcome this. So ask yourself a few questions. Number one, do you believe that you are worthy? And if the answer is no, why don't you think you're worthy? You're a human. All humans are worthy. This is something that you need to examine. Open yourself up to the possibility that you are worthy no matter what is happening in your life. And you have an inherent talent just because you're a unique human being. Challenge your brain to embrace your uniqueness and your worthiness. Another question would be, must I be perfect for people to respect me or approve of me? The need to be perfect will rob you of your dreams. No person who has accomplished great things in life has been perfect all the way through. It takes failure. It takes mistakes. It takes embarrassment sometimes in order to get good at something. And so the more you hang on to this perfectionistic view of yourself, the less likely you will be to accomplish big things in your life and the less joy you will have. So open yourself up to the possibility that you can have joy and a great career and love in your family and love in your life without that perfectionism. Another question to ask yourself that will really help you unlock some of the feelings that you're feeling are, what are your core beliefs? What do I believe about myself? Are there more good things that you believe about yourself? Or when you talk to that chihuahua brain of yours, is it telling you that you're not good, that you're not worthy, that you're not competent? So in order to start moving beyond these feelings of imposter syndrome, you have to want to change it and you have to work to change it. So wanting and working, my two W's for this podcast. (laughs) And whenever I'm working with a coaching client, we talk about your work. This is your work to explore your brain and figure out why your brain tells you the thing that, things that it does. And so, unpacking your thoughts with yourself, or with a friend, or a coach, or a mentor will allow you to understand these thoughts that are causing your imposter syndrome. So always sharing your feelings and examining your feelings is important. And as I've told you before, those feelings come from your thoughts. So if you focus on the feelings and then examine the thoughts that cause those feelings, that will help you start to work out of imposter syndrome. An easy baby step to get started in this direction of working through your feelings, find someone that struggles in a similar way to you. So just another veterinary friend, someone that understands the profession, that knows what it is to do our job. And if you're embarrassed to talk to a friend, then talk to a stranger. But just take one small baby step in this direction. Any little thing you can do to work your brain out of being stuck will help you move forward to examining all those thoughts and feelings. And when we're working with something that we're trying to change, it always helps to start small. So taking one day at a time and focusing on one thought without being perfect is a great way to unpack this thing called imposter syndrome. So in my case, it would be leaving some of my records, which I've practiced for years, believe me, and I'm pretty good at it now. But for you, maybe it is letting your house get dirty for a week or not making that perfect dinner and ordering out once a week. Whatever it is to be a little bit imperfect will help you overcome your feelings of not being worthy because it will help you embrace your humanness. Another thing that you want to do to overcome this is don't compare yourself to other people. You can talk to other people about their feelings of imposter syndrome and try to work through those that way, but comparing yourself to someone else really will intensify those feelings. When I work with other veterinarians that are super smart, and I have over the years, when I have to call a specialist, I always have to get over that comparison, I have to remember that when I call a specialist and they're a specialist in internal medicine, that that's all they do and that's why they're smarter than me in that realm. But if I handed them a budgie and asked them to draw blood on it, they probably couldn't do it. And I'm amazing at drawing blood on birds. So I have to remember that, that they're good at one thing and I'm good at something else. And that doesn't mean that they're better than me or that I'm stupid if I don't know what they know. It just means that we have different skills. And remembering that really helps me overcome those feelings that I should be perfect and I should know everything. Another thing that I really would encourage you to do to try to get over imposter syndrome is avoid social media. Now, there's a lot of help on social media, But social media is a place to go if you want to feel bad about yourself. I really think that's true because that's a place where we compare ourselves to others, right? Everybody puts their best foot forward on Instagram, They have beautiful retouched photos. They don't have their hair all messed up like I do when I come home from work. They look amazing. They talk about their amazing children. Everybody shares their best on social media. And so that's a really good place to feel bad about yourself. So if you're struggling with these feelings, don't go to social media. Cut that down. Cut it back. In fact, if you can lay off of it altogether, your life will be so much better. Another thing that I want you to do is just observe your thoughts. Observe that negative thinking part of your brain that likes to feed you all this crap and question those thoughts. Really be critical of the actual thoughts of negativity about yourself. Are they true or are they just something you're holding on to from your past? Can you think differently? Will you dare to think differently? There's so much power in your brain, and you can control it. Another thing that I challenge myself to do when I'm feeling stuck in the self-doubt is to take an action. Just one small action. If you take action in a place that you're really fearful of, it will help you overcome the imposter syndrome. So here's my story from this week. I had a surgery day this week, and I had six surgeries. I was the only doctor there, so there was no backup for me if I ran into trouble. And so right away, that gives you a little bit of a pause, right? I'm used to working in a hospital with a lot of veterinarians, and if there's a problem, we can call each other for help. Well, this week, I didn't have anyone there to help me. And so right away, you feel a little bit nervous, that something could go wrong. Now, I've been doing surgery for years, and I'm very competent at most of the surgeries that come through the door. So there's really no reason for me to feel uncertain, but I did feel a little bit uncertain. And then to top it off, I had a dental scheduled with an extraction. And if you've listened to me before, you know that dentals are not my favorite things. So I started to feel a little bit uncertain about how was this going to go? Was I going to be able to do this extraction well? Was I going to have trouble? And so I got a little bit of this imposter syndrome feeling. And so in order to push through it, I just had to do it. Start doing the surgeries. Just move forward. Talk to myself in a kind way and understand where these feelings were coming from. But then let myself know that I have my own back, and I really do know what I'm doing. And so I just have to plow through and do the best job that I can for these pets. And so taking a small action in the direction that scares you the most will allow you to overcome some of these feelings. Because action creates momentum, and it creates competency. And so each step you take in the right direction and each little victory that you have over your doubt will allow you to move into competency. And once you're competent, you can no longer feel like an imposter. And I would also encourage you to ask for constructive criticism. And this is one of the hardest things to do in life is ask somebody to critique you. But if you can stand up to a critique and not crumble You will get so much useful information from it. We recently did a survey at our work where the employees could anonymously critique the managers, and they're so hard to read. But if you can read them with an open mind, you can learn so much about yourself. And so I would encourage you to ask somebody what is it that I can do better? What do you think that I'm not doing well? and how can I become better at it? So as I was studying around for this imposter syndrome podcast, I ran across a website um, that called it Imposter Phenomenon, and there's a test there that you can take. Um, It's called the Clance Imposter Phenomenon Scale, C-I-P-S, and it is By Pauline Rose Clance, PhD ABPP. And I thought it was kind of an interesting little check in to see if you really are struggling with this imposter syndrome. It's 20 questions. It's on the website paulineroseclance.com. And I will put that in the show notes. But it's a little test 20 questions. It just asks you to rank yourself in certain areas, and then at the end of the test, you kind of get a score. And the score basically tells you whether you just have a few characteristics of imposter syndrome, whether you have moderate IP, they call it experiences, whether you are frequently in this imposter feeling, or if you really are intensely affected and that you might need help getting out of it. So I found it really interesting. I took the little test myself, and I ended up not being in the lowest category, but in the moderate experience category. So basically just telling me that at times, I do struggle with imposter syndrome. So it's kind of an interesting little test to take. It'll make you think about the different ways your brain works and affects you, And it will allow you to kind of figure out whether you really need to do a deep dive into your imposter syndrome feelings or whether it's something that you will just want to casually work on. And on the same website, it talks a lot about this imposter syndrome or imposter phenomenon feelings and references different articles that you can read, different books on this whole phenomenon, And um, you can get some help there. So, before we end, I just want to recap briefly for you. Remember that you are worthy just because you're a human. That's a thought I want you to hang on to every day. You have competency and you are competent because you have earned it. It's through hard work, not through luck. Take action, small actions. Especially to things that you fear. Question your thoughts, that chihuahua brain that's feeding you negativity. Lay off the social media and don't compare yourself to others. The most productive thing we can do in life is to compare ourselves to the person that we were yesterday. There's a quote by Jordan Peterson that I really love. It says, don't compare yourself with other people. Compare yourself with who you were yesterday. And just remember that if you're feeling like an imposter on any given day, that that is a normal feeling that we all feel. And just because people act big and brave and strong, doesn't mean that they necessarily feel that way. Sometimes the people that are the most scared are the most bold. What it's really all about is loving ourselves and loving this amazing profession that we get to participate in. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I hope you got something out of it to help you on your journey. If you would like to talk about life coaching, I would love to talk to you about it and possibly have you as my client go to my website juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com and reach out to me. I would love to show you how amazing life coaching can be. You can also sign up for my Wednesday Weekly Words on my website. I will send you an email every week with some words of encouragement. I really appreciate your attention and listening to me this week, and I will have more for you next week on the Veterinary Life Coach podcast. Have a beautiful competent week. Bye.